Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm Christina Papanikolopoulou. I am uh, heading the finance and capital markets practice of Zepos Giannopoulos. We're a Greek law firm. Um, I've been working with the Greek banks for over 20 years now, so it's a great pleasure and privilege to be uh, moderating this panel. Um, let me introduce, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you all know them, but let me introduce uh, the panelists. We've got Mr. Vasilios Psaltis, um, CEO of Alpha Bank, Mr. George Zanias, Chairman of Eurobank, Mr. Francesco um, Giudi, Principal Advisor of the ECB, Mr. Pavlos Milonas, CEO of National Bank of Greece, and last but not least, Mr. Christos uh, Meralu, CEO of Pereus. Now, um, We've, um, we've heard about um, the changes in the economy, we've heard about SMEs, the Hercules plan, um, the new government that is finally uh, bringing Greece back to normality and common sense. And I think it's time now to hear from the horse's mouth, right, the banks that will finance the new uh, era for the Greek economy, um, to hear what they think about everything. Oops, sorry. And if I can start, Mr. Zanas, with you. Um, will you give us um, a snapshot of the Greek financial sector today and tomorrow and how this industry is being shaped? Thank you very much. And uh, I thank the organizers for inviting me here. In fact, I have been coming here to this uh, gathering and to others in uh, New York and elsewhere, talking in various capacities about getting out of the crisis and about Greece going forward. This time, it seems that there is a difference. Any improvements in the past were associated with significant risks. At the end of the day, the risks were realized and we're starting all over again. <coughs> it seems that uh, now things are different. In fact, it has been different for all those countries in uh, the Eurozone and Europe that uh, had economic programs, they finished with them, and they started growing very fast by at least 4%, I would say. Countries like Portugal, Cyprus, Ireland, all that with the exception of Greece. Which means that what we have ahead of us is going to be an upside for Greece. Because all this potential that was suppressed in the past is going to be released. And Greece had the biggest recession of all the countries so far. In fact, this is very uh, important because uh, as an economist, I would say that this is expected to increase the demand for banking services, demand especially for loans. Uh, this is extremely important for the banking sector because one of the two main challenges of the sector is earning income. And this is coming very difficult at this stage and when we have low growth rates. Now the growth rates are getting better already the latest figures show that this year we're going to end up with at least 2.2 growth and get even better next year. And as we say, it takes two to tango. Or as an economist, I would say that I could use, I could be tempted to use a 
demand and supply framework. I talked to you about demand. And in fact, without better demand, the, the banking sector cannot do better. On the supply side, however, many things are happening in Greece. In fact, the most important thing that is happening is that all the banks have transformation plans, plans to accelerate the reduction of NPEs. In this direction, ourselves in Eurobank, we started a year ago, and now Hercules is coming to give a more systemic push to this effort. In fact, reducing the NPEs to low levels introduces new dynamics. And this new dynamic comes mainly from the reduction in the cost of risk. Much less provisions, much higher or considerably higher profitability in the banking sector, and this can be used for internal capital generation purposes. And this is extremely important because the banks for the first time will be able to generate capital internally. Interne creating capital internally means that the banks can start funding even more marginal cases of businesses, and this will give a greater push to the economy. Now, these developments coupled with uh, the developments on the liquidity front, which is also improving, introduce some new dynamics. A good virtuous circle inside the banking sector through increased prof profitability, more capital and more financing of the economy, and a virtuous circle outside the Greek banking sector where a push from the banks and a pull from the whole economy and from good policies that are now applied is going to lead the economy into and the banks into a better uh, equilibrium. In the case of Eurobank, which uh, I represent, we expect that um, these efforts um, will reduce our NP ratio, the non-performing exposures, to less than 16%. These uh, results will be shown in the financial statements of the first quarter of 2020. And we expect a single digit in 2020. Now, single digit in, in Greek banking is a very small number, although if you compare this with uh, Europe, they have 3.5%. But really, starting from levels of 30, 40, and 50, going to single digit, believe me, it's very important. So thank you very much, and uh, I see good prospects both for the Greek banking sector and for the economy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, let's let's stay with, uh, with with the difficulties and the um, the challenges that the Greek banks continue to face, Mr. Mr. Uh, Milonas. Um, each bank has different approaches and different challenges to to face short-term, medium-term, etc. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And, and in particular, how will we go from the banks dealing with MPs to the next day of banking in Greece? Thank you very much. Uh, thanks to everyone for inviting us here and giving us the opportunity to present the views of the Greek uh, banks. Well, my, 
mic. Is it on? It is on, sorry. Get, all right, get closer. If I get closer, I'll leave it. Okay. All right, there, there are several short and medium-term challenges. Clearly, the first challenge is the NPEs. And just, just a few words. I know there, there's been another panel on that. But I do want to repeat that a lot of progress has occurred from over 100 and 100 billion, close to 110 billion, we're at 70, close to 70 billion NPs currently. And with the plans that have currently been announced or suggested by the four banks, that can be almost halved in 2020. So a major, major reduction in 2020. Now, what has changed? Clearly, the environment of Greece is more attractive to investors. The search for yield in a low interest rate environment is leading investors to find the mezzanine tranche of a securitization very profitable. We have Hercules, which was mentioned in great detail by the minister and is a very positive improvement and help to us in, in this regard. Our, the economy is improving and the, org the, the organic restructurings are taking, uh, 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 doing much better. Uh, so you can, in your securitizations, you have better recoveries. On the other hand, I want to tell you two things. One is that we need changes to institutional framework. And I think Mr. Stikouras and the minister here mentioned that there will be changes in the, in the bankruptcy framework. This is critical. Because let's not forget, getting NPs off the bank's balance sheet is not the goal. It's my goal, but it's not the goal of the government or of the economy. It needs to get the NPs off the balance sheets of the households and the enterprises who have a high debt burden and they are not bankable and they cannot do investments. So we need a framework where the NPs are worked off the balance sheets of the households and the firms. We talk about speeding up growth in Greece. One of the fundamentals is to get the NPs out of the economy as a whole. Now, that's a short-term challenge. And as I said, we're going to have to do major efforts in, in 2020, all four banks. What are the ordinary, quote-unquote, bank challenges? And there are many. We have a low interest rate environment, such as all European banks have. And this leads, leads us to search for new revenue sources. Number one. Number two, new regulations such as PSD2. They're opening up the banking sector to new challenges, digital challenges, potential fintechs. We need to react because they are far more flexible uh, than we are. Digital challenges, new technologies, customer behavior is changing. People want to have the same customer experience that they have using Google, Amazon, etc. We have to provide that sort of experience. The branches will look different. Most simple transactions sooner or later will move away from the branch and move to the iPhone or any phone, mobile phone, smartphone. Uh, branches will look different. We will be providing services such as financial coach to whether households, 
SMEs or larger corporates, different services to each, but advisory services, and we need to get fees for this. Now, we have the legacy issues, we have this set of challenges. What does that mean for banks? Mr. Zanyas said it earlier. We need to transform ourselves quickly. The winner will be the one who implements change speedily and effectively. Execution is key, and it's not a given. This is where the transformation plans of the four banks will differentiate one from the other. I cannot close without saying something about NBG. Sorry about that. <laughs> we kicked off our transformation uh, 18 months ago. We presented it to investors in May in London. All I want to say is that we are ahead of schedule. We're meeting our ambitious targets, and we'll continue to do so. Thank you very much. Thank you. Can we say on the same topic, uh, Mr. Drudy, from the ECB's perspective, challenges, how do we face them, how do we get the banks to actually do their job, I lend. Okay, thanks, uh, Christina. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank the organizer that uh, invited me again. I have to say that uh, it's a pleasure to come back here. It's the third time. And I have to say, every time I come here, it gets easier and easier to speak about the prospect of the Greek uh, economy. The first time it was so difficult that no representative of the institution, uh, European Central Bank, uh, Commission, IMF could come because we are all uh, stranded in uh, Athens uh, on uh, the discussion that we had uh, at that time in uh, 2016. So it's a pleasure to come back here. Uh, let me echo a bit uh, what was uh, said by previous uh, uh, speaker. Uh, let me start with some uh, element of the starting of the picture which could help uh, understanding the challenges. The, 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 it is key that banks uh, would be able to restore the supply of credit to the economy, which is an essential element uh, for God for Greece. At present, the situation is still difficult. We have uh, some, we are seeing some recovery in loans uh, to enterprises, uh, but they are still low. They grow just around 2%, but it's something. Uh, we don't see sign of a revival for loan to household. The spread between uh, lending rate and deposit rate is still high, it's declining, but still high, remain high for European standard. Profitability remains low. So uh, how to put together uh, 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 consideration which uh, enabled the bank to pass this difficult situation? The, the key issue for the Greek banking sector, as it was said, the anomaly is the fact that the NPL uh, um, level remains very high, which affect profitability, the willingness to lend, uh, the, the interest cost, uh, and so on. So it, it is essential to tackle the MPL issue. So in general, I, let me give you a bit my view of what should be the main pillar for the uh, um, restoration of the lending channel in Greece. I would say four pillars. The first pillar is the restoration of the payment culture in Greece. Mr. Uh, the Minister Staikouras and the Minister Zavos mentioned this key element of the reform of the insolvency framework, uh, unification and 
new framework which will uh, ensure the enforceability of collateral, because this is the basic problem that the uh, banks are, are facing. It's important that the government pass the message that uh, Greece is turning a page on this, uh, in this, uh, on this issue, so that uh, the payment culture is, is essential. The uh, people have to pay their debt, uh, because this, otherwise the banks cannot work. Of course, there could be a way to protect the most vulnerable, but the, only the most vulnerable. Uh, as you know, since 2010 until now, until 2019, many laws have passed uh, with the intention to protect uh, debtor, and they were not targeted. The problem is that they were actually extended to the vast majority of uh, borrowers. And this is something that has uh, to change. And second element for the payment culture, as was said also in the, in, uh, in the previous panel, the strengthening of the judiciary is fundamental. Uh, we need more uh, structure, more judges, better procedure. So this is a key essential element uh, for banks to operate in an efficient way. Second uh, pillar, I would say, uh, I'm sorry to repeat, but is the cooperation between the government and the banks. And then uh, uh, Mr. Zavos illustrated the uh, um, Hercules scheme, uh, which we, uh, is being finalized, and then uh, uh, we will see the success of it in the coming uh, weeks. If successful, it will be a very important element. If it is successful, it will be an encouragement to find other uh, possible uh, initiative, but first, let's see how this could operate uh, efficiently. The third pillar uh, is that uh, what uh, the, the people uh, at this table, uh, very excellent uh, uh, manager of the banks are doing, uh, so uh, improving the cost structure. Now Greece is gradually aligning to cost income uh, ratio of other euro area countries, find uh, the right uh, uh, business uh, lines and so on. So it is the business of uh, the CEOs and uh, the, the senior management of these banks. And I'm very confident uh, knowing uh, the people that are at this table. And the fourth pillar is, uh, if you like, a bit of luck, which is needed, but I've seen several of the elements which could characterize the luck, meaning a resumption of growth uh, that we are observing, and we hope an acceleration, because so far it has, it has been good, but not uh, stellar. Uh, uh, the opening of financial market to the uh, government, but also uh, to the banks, some stabilization and even recovery in the real estate sector. So, what I, just to conclude, these are, if you like, are the condition to uh, reopen the, uh, if you like, the lending channel, which in turn will support growth again. And I'm optimistic that uh, this four pillar will be able to operate in the period ahead. Thanks. Right, well, um, luck is something that obviously none of the banks, as strong as they may be, they can't control. Um, but what they can control is how they reform or reshape themselves to meet the challenges. Um, Eurobank has launched its, its, its program uh, um, along, which was the, uh, uh, um, uh, their corporate restructuring of the entire bank along with the securitization of its the majority of its uh, non-performing uh, portfolio. Uh, Pareos uh, also launched 
uh, um, a, a restructuring um, action through the hive down of its servicing platform and the deal with Intrum. Um, NBG has also, as, as uh, uh, Pavlos mentioned, uh, launched a digitalization and, and restructuring program. And uh, um, Alpha Bank very recently, Mr. Psaltis, uh, announced the, uh, its plan to reinvent itself. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it? Well, indeed, Christina. And I think it is not coincidence, um, this initiative that you have mentioned before across the banking spectrum, that they do occur now and, and not before. And I think there are three important conditions precedent that were met in order to get there. Um, the first one is actually that we have seen a significant evolution in the mindset of the regulator um, in terms of granting the Greek banks the significant risk transfer and allowing us to use the, the securitization technique in order to fully consolidate large part of our NP book. That has been really a, an important um, development uh, which we experienced over the past few months. Um, the second has been the significant increase in terms of the expectations on the delivery and then the delivery itself from the government program, which has been manifested in, uh, in a very strong tightening of the uh, Greek spreads, which is an important element as far as defining the risk-free rate, which is the basis of building up the expectation across the investor spectrum. So that was also an important element. Um, and finally, and we have heard uh, the Deputy Minister just before, is the setting up of an asset protection scheme, which again is a key ingredient in order to be able to deliver a significant reduction in the NPEs. Now, from an Alpha Bank point of view, um, we have opted for going for a rather a big bank approach, and this is because we could do so. Um, over the years of the crisis, through a series of corporate transactions, we have been able to amass a significant capital cushion in order to put it into play, and this is really the time to do so without endangering any dilution to our shareholders. So this was in the back of our mind where we announced our transformation program that, on the one hand, aspires to clean up the past by eliminating the NPE burden, but then also focuses on profitable growth by streamlining our operations, it puts our customer at the center of what we do and of our attention, and finally, empowering our people to lead the bank into the future. Our plan has essentially three uh, tangible value-creating pillars. The first and foremost, what we internally and then externally called, uh, called Project Galaxy, which is the bulk of it to be delivered in the first half of 2020, therefore quite some front-loading of our actions. We will execute the large-scale securitization of a portfolio across asset classes of up to 12 billion. This is an NPE securitization, which is definitely gets the Greek ambition into the next level, but at the same time is also one of the largest in Europe. This securitization will have immediate effects on our balance sheet and, and it, the quality of it. On the one hand, by reducing our NPLs roughly down to 10% and our NPEs down to 20%, but at the same time, and that's the flip side of that, significantly de-escalating the cost of risk immediately after the transactions towards 100 basis points and thereafter towards the 70 basis points. The second pillar within that Galaxy project, however, is also one important element, which is again an ingredient in order to, to deliver this large securitization. And that entails the carve out of the NPE management platform to an affiliated of ours, CEPAL. CEPAL has been 
the first established independent service at a joint venture by uh, uh, Central Bridge and ourselves in November 12, uh, 2016. So you appreciate servicing industry is quite young in Greece. So the idea is to carve out our platform into that venture so that the new CEPAL will be then on sold to a final investor. That is important because that ensures execution capacity is deployed into the resolution of our NPE book, while at the same time providing enhanced flexibility with regards to the NPE cost management, and that again is an important element. Finally, and that's the third leg of this Galaxy project, the bank becomes a listed holding company, subsequently spinning off the core banking assets into a new banking activity, which will be 100% owned by the Holdco. So with that way, we are sort of making sure that we are ring-fencing any uh, adverse ripple effects from a potential DTC trigger. Project Galaxy is expected to deliver five percentage points of ROE uplift. So you appreciate how important this is, and this is why the whole discussion centers around dealing conclusively with the MP problem. The second pillar now of our strategy is about placing emphasis on transforming the operating model to decrease the recurring cost by more than 10%, bringing operating expenses to, approx to approximately 960 million. This is down from 1.1 billion at the end of 2018. We aim to decrease our cost base through identified levers, including a new cost governance framework, transforming processes end-to-end, -end, which is a very important bit, especially now that we are preparing to um, uh, revive growth again, then introducing firmer demand management policies, and finally, having the migration of transactions to efficient channels and mostly through digital effects. Again, an element which is quite, um, uh, quite hot currently in Greece. It is important to note that the large part of the targeted savings have already been put in place as we have just concluded a very successful voluntary separation scheme which actually has more than doubled the um, uh, initial target that we have put, reversing a trend of the past couple of years where uh, those programs have, had, uh, have been having marginal, uh, marginally less success. And we have done that by shifting the focus away from the 55 plus to other peoples that have sort of been stuck within the organization, offering them a way out and at the same time having a link with Alpha Bank's ecosystem. That element, that second pillar of driving the cost down is expected to deliver another 1.5 percentage points um, in terms of ROE uplift. Dealing decisively with our NPE book, however, is important also as to focus on our customer base. And when it comes to growth, we do believe that customers should be at the center of what we do. And in light of that, we make customer experience really a strategic priority of the bank, aspiring to be market leader on that one. And in order to arrive there, obviously, we're gonna be doubling down on our digital transformation program, transforming key customer journeys and internal processes. Through that, we will be able to deliver also new disbursements into the Greek economy by 2022 of 14 billion. At the same time, we will aim to significantly increase activity on specific auxiliary business through growth of transaction banking, investment products, and bank assurance. And finally, in order to deliver these aforementioned pillars with our newly appointed top management in place, we will focus on revamping our organizational effectiveness built on strength and corporate governance and a reinforced performance culture. 
And by pulling these actionable levers together, we're targeting an ROE of 9% by 2022, and we're confident that we can deliver on this target. Thank you very much. Reshaping the banks, uh, facing challenges in the Greek market, regulatory, etc. One thing, though, that the banks, the Greek banks, also need to be able to, to meet is challenges and, and goals uh, set in the global agenda. And I think one of the forefronts in the global agenda right now is uh, uh, sustainability and financing in a sustainable way and sustainable uh, um, uh, companies. Mr. Meralu, um, how is this uh, uh, addressed? How do you think that it will be addressed by, by the Greek banks and, uh, uh, and RS? Christina, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for, for the question. I'll say a few things about uh, you know, the restructuring effort of uh, the Greek banks and, and Piraeus before I go into the uh, uh, challenges presented uh, to the banks uh, uh, on, on the sustainability front. So there has been significant, uh, really significant transformation in the Greek banking system uh, the, last, uh, the last few years. Uh, there has been um, a tremendous um, uh, amount of, uh, of work that has been done that uh, uh, I believe we see the last phases of, uh, of uh, 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 restructuring as we speak and also the products of what has happened over, over the last few years. And, you know, Pareus Bank is, is uh, an example that I would like to draw upon. Uh, imagine what has happened in, in this bank the last... Uh, two and a half years. Uh, there has been a significant uh, reduction in uh, operating expenses, a significant reduction in the international network. In fact, uh, we have sold a bank in Albania, a bank in Serbia, a bank in Bulgaria, a bank in uh, Romania, all of them within a, 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 a space of, of two years. Uh, uh, we are uh, uh, making effort to increase our capital significantly, and uh, currently we are at about 16% total capital, which is a significant uh, improvement fr from the lows of uh, the last few years. Reducing uh, operating expenses uh, in, in a very vigorous uh, front and taking some difficult decisions in that regard in order to, to achieve that, uh, and making sure that you address the NPL issue, which is a big issue for all the banks, including us. And uh, to that effect, we believe, and we were always believing that uh, Hercules will be a very, very good uh, uh, tool in assisting us in, in uh, 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 making sure we address the issue, but also focusing on the top line uh, and, and, and the top line is where the Greek banks are doing a little bit better than the rest of Europe. I just uh, uh, remind uh, people that uh, the NIM net interest margin in, in, in Greek banks is north of 2%, uh, 2.4 in our case, which is a great uh, cushion uh, when you are doing all of this. And this is where all these efforts to 
look also at sustainability and, uh, and uh, making sure you're capturing the next phase of growth in any economy, let alone uh, Greece, is uh, where it comes into play. We heard the Deputy Minister for Energy, uh, Mr. Thomas, earlier telling us that they need 44 billion of new financings. Where this is where uh, 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 part of, of the growth for the Greek banking system and part of the, of the top line uh, will come from. Uh, we know that uh, you know uh, we are as an economy on the performing loan front at about 60% of GDP. Performing loans are 60% of GDP, whereas in the rest of Europe, performing loans are 100% of GDP. That means we have quite a lot of room to grow uh, over the next uh, few years. And we have a government who has declared very courageously and significantly that they will want to reduce the carbon footprint of this country and uh, of uh, the economy and very quickly, uh, quite aggressively, uh, you know, move into uh, sustainable uh, solutions. And this is where, you know, we need to be there in the front front to be able uh, to assist in that, uh, in that capacity through financing. It's not an easy, uh, it's not an easy uh, task. It's been supported by the European institutions. We have seen the EU coming forward in a way as a global leader, uh, the European Union, but also we have seen uh, the EIB, uh, you know, the new chair, Ms. Lagarde, has been extremely vocal in her desire to re-evaluate the strategies and policies focusing on uh, sustainable financing. Uh, uh, we see also EBRD and EIB that are extremely keen to uh, uh, to look at, at uh, financing in, in, uh, in uh, uh, green uh, energy and, uh, and uh, sustainable development. And, uh, and we see the Greek banks having to deal with all their other issues, also doing some work on that front. Uh, I think all the banks have been quite active on that front. It, it happened that uh, for historical reasons, but also uh, uh, because uh, we, we are aware we were very much focusing to be one of the uh, 30 founding banks that uh, participated in the UNEPFI initiative for uh, sustainable financing and uh, having uh, uh, signed the principles for responsible banking that all of us are uh, subscribing to. Uh, there is still a lot of work to be done to give you an idea, uh, uh, we, we are so we are supposed to be as Piraeus Bank uh, the uh, the biggest lender in the renewable energy space, 1.2 billion, uh, 1.4 uh, megawatts of uh, gigawatts of uh, of uh, financing renewable energy. They look like big numbers, but they are not very big if you compare it to the rest of the economy. So we are aware. We are focusing, we are in a country where public policy has stepped up the, the pace and is including this as number one uh, point in their agenda uh, to, to move away for, uh, uh, from uh, carbon emissions. And uh, uh, we are in, a, in, in Europe where this has particular uh, importance and emphasis. So, 
we have done the first steps. There's more to be done. Uh, but uh, I think every one of us are aware of the challenges ahead. Great, thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, we've run out of time, um, and, and therefore we can't take any questions. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you.